these kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Haunted house game. Haunted house. In our haunted house. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery, and this is my brother Daniel Montgomery. We are the Terror Twins. This is the Goosebumps Podcast. We love haunted houses and we love games. So that's why this week's episode fits perfectly because it's the haunted house game, bitch. You know, I'm. I, uh, I'm familiar with the TV episode, but I couldn't quite remember the details of the short story. You know, I have no memory of ever watching this television episode before. Are you saying that the time that we just, the episode that we just watched, you, you didn't know anything that was about to happen? No, I remember the imagery of the Haunted House game itself, but there are a lot of surprises in this television episode that made me question my memory, question my childhood, and question my sanity. I unfortunately remember almost everything about this TV episode. Really? I thought yeah. the CSO, you guys, <laughs> there is so much happens in this television episode. I was fighting to keep up. Fighting. It's crazy. But the story is different than I remember. The story is different than, than I remember. And I believe it is the perfect example of a spooky, scary short story for kids. You know, I love it. Let's talk about it. I love it. I love it so much. This is the fifth short story in Even More Tales to Give You Goosebumps. Yes, halfway through. Halfway. Yeah, after this, we'll be halfway through. Um, our protagonist is a, is a kid named Jonathan. Jonathan. Jonathan! And the story starts off with Jonathan reaching up onto the top shelf of a closet to find a board game. And it's a game that he insists that he and Annie and Nadine and Noah play. The game is called Haunted House. I want to play. I am dying to play. And the others, uh, you know, Nadine and Annie and Noah, are not into it. And they're like, ugh, we play this 100 times. I Jonathan- don't want to play it again. And Jonathan's like, well, it's different every time. And it's so scary. And then there's a loud Boom of thunder and lightning. Oh my God, what a coinky dink. So they're all at home that evening on a stormy, stormy night. Mm. And it's time to play some games. It's time to play Haunted House. Jonathan is babysitting his younger brother and younger sister who are Nadine. Oh no, sorry. Who are Annie and Noah and his best friend Nadine is there. Got it. So it's Jonathan and his little and his little siblings, Annie and Noah, and his best friend Nadine. That's right. Jonathan sets the game up on a long oak dining table and 
Jonathan secretly really he he hates thunder and he hates lightning and more so than that he really does hate babysitting. Is there anything that he likes? Uh, I don't know, but at least again his BFF Nadine is there. They've been best friends since sixth grade, and anytime their parents go out together, she gets to sleep over and they get to play a little game. Can you think of any? standout Goosebumps protagonists or main characters that have best friends of the same sex? Um, Not off the top of my head. All I can sort of think about... Uh, I can't think about it, actually. I was thinking of Hat and Eddie in You Can't Scare Me, but it's not just Hat and Eddie in You Can't Scare Me. No, it's a but larger that's, group of friends. But that's a good example, though. That's but pretty close. Almost in all Goosebumps books and short stories, gotta have a guy, gotta have a girl. I think it's for representation. I think so, too. I like it. I just think it's always so fun. Mm. And it's, an, it's interesting to take note of. So the rules of the game are this. You go around this board game that is a haunted house and you find, the goal is to find the hidden ghost and to never land on the square that says scared Scared to death. So Jonathan starts. He rolls the dice and he rolls a seven. All good girls go to heaven. And he moves the green marker seven spaces and he lands on a square that says you hear creaking footsteps on the stairs. And child, you know what happens right after he lands on that space? All of them hear creaking footsteps on the stairs in the actual house. No, wait a second. I see where this is going. And Nadine says, maybe it's... No, no, or I think it's Noah or, or Annie says, maybe it's the cat. And Nadine said, you don't have a cat. Ooh. She says, I bet it's just a hall window open upstairs. That would explain the sound of footsteps coming down. Yes, it's probably just a hall window open that made that creaking footsteps on the stairs sound. Now it's Annie's turn. Yes, Annie. And so she rolls and she lands in a space that says, wind rattles the windows. And then you know what happened? The wind how? And it starts blowing and rattling all 39 windows in their house. They know, he knows, Jonathan knows that number because one time when he's babysitting they were super bored and they played count the windows in the house they had to be pretty bored and all 39 of those windows shaking shaking they can't stop shaking and they rattle and they vibrate so loud and it scares them so bad that noah and annie well they're twins by the way Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't clarify that. Noah and Annie are the scared little twins hide under the table. They're and they're so like, scared. oh, no, every time we land on something, it happens. And Jonathan says, no, no, it's just the wind. And they're like, I don't think so. But then they're like, okay. They come out from under the table after the wind stops. And now it's Noah's turn. Noah li- rolls a two and moves two spaces and lands on you hear an eerie moan. Ooh, sometimes I hear that from my apartment, the, the apartment next to mine. Ooh, I want to know that story. Ooh. There's a quick bolt of lightning that pierces through the sky. No, and then Jonathan hates lightning. He does. Immediately after, they hear a sad moan coming from somewhere inside the house. Whoa! And he screams. And she's, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. Whoa. And Nadine is like, no, this house... This house just makes weird noises when it rains. Yo, these excuses are getting thinner than my wallet. Nadine. (laughs) Now it's Nadine's turn. She rolls a four, moves four spaces, and lands on the lights go out. Oh, no. And then the lights go out. No, no, the haunted house game. Please. 
Jonathan goes to get candles from the kitchen and brings them back into the, di- the dining room where they're playing. And both Annie and Noah are like, we don't want to play anymore. Why are we playing this game? I don't want to play it anymore. Please, please. They all huddle around these candles that Jonathan has brought out. And Noah says, this house is haunted. The house is haunted. And Annie says, no, no, no the, the game, game is, is haunted. haunted. And the storm is blasting outside. Jonathan kind of hesitates and is like, should we keep playing? Should we not? What is happening? But it's just a game. What else are we going to do? Count the windows again? So Jonathan rolls the dice and he lands on... You You hear hear a scream scream in the attic. They don't hear anything at first. And they wait. And then they hear it. A scream! And Nadine says, no, no, that's just the storm (laughs) screaming in the attic. Uh Uh-huh. Now it's Annie's turn. Annie lands on, you hear a bony hand tapping on a window. And Jonathan walks over to the window. They're all expecting these things to happen now, of course. Same. And, exactly. And he walks over to the window and he sees nothing. And says, huh, I don't see no bony hands. But then a pale bony hand flies from out of nowhere and bangs, 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 bangs on the window. That's so terrifying. I love the idea of that, that, like, a skeleton hand poking up out of the stormy weather and banging on the window. Noah and Annie shriek, and an icy draft blows through the house. This game is getting real scary. But for some reason, they decide to keep playing. Now it's Noah's turn, and he rolls, and he's like, oh, God, I can't roll a three. Please, please don't roll a three, because if I roll a three, then I'm, I'm going to land on scared to death. But he rolls... And he rolls a three. No. He screams. A flash of lightning happens. And then one of the candles completely blows out. No. And uh, this is what Jonathan says to the reader. He says they screamed for hours. (laughs) The windows shudder. Footsteps creak. An eerie moan floats up from the basement. There's that terrifying tapping. They couldn't see where it was coming from, but they knew it was that hand in the window. They screamed so loud, so loud forever. They screamed for hours. The screams drown everything out, screaming so hard. The house disappears. Until they can't hear. Until they can't breathe. And then Jonathan stops screaming, and it's silent. And... He, he, he's like, we've got to get out of the house. Runs to the front door to get out of the house. But he, when he opens the front door, he sees that there's a yellow newspaper laying on the front mat. Mm-hmm. And the, the newspaper, sa- on the front of the newspaper, it says, four kids die in mystery death. <gasps> he reads the first paragraph. This is the first paragraph of that story. Oh, no. Police were completely baffled when they found four kids dead in an old mansion last night. It looked to me as if they were scared to death, declared one police officer. The headline reads, March 14th, 1942. And Jonathan realizes, well, that's when I died over Over 50 50 years years ago. ago. You see, we've been hunting the house ever since. And he makes his way back to the table and Noah and Nadine and Annie are just dead and waiting for him. And he goes back to the closet shelf reaches up and pulls out a board game and insists they play it. I've got a game we can play. Now, I'm going to read the first paragraph and the last paragraph of this short story. You ready? The Haunted House Game. I opened the closet door and reached up to the top shelf. It was dark up there. I couldn't really see anything, so I groped around until my fingers found what I was searching for. 
And here's the last paragraph. I opened the closet door and reached up to the top shelf. It was dark up there. I couldn't really see anything. So I groped around until my fingers found what I was searching for. Aha, here it is, I said, carrying the box over to the table. We're going to play Haunted House. Oh, Jonathan, Nadine moaned. Not that dumb game again. Come on, I replied, opening up the box. It's fun. It's really scary. Yeah, that game is dumb, Noah echoed. Can't we play Parcheesi, Annie complained. This is better, I said. There aren't any ghosts in Parcheesi, but we've played it a hundred times before, Nadine mumbled. It's always dif different, I insisted. Come on, let's play Haunted House. <laughs> That was the first paragraph and last paragraph. I mean, I read a little more in the last paragraph, <laughs> but I wanted the readers to know that it's literally exactly the same. Wow. Yeah. I think it's a totally genius and a lot of fun and an absolute blast in one of my favorite short stories. Yes, I think this one's actually really fun. I like it a whole lot. Yes, yes, yes. Fantastic. Now, this one doesn't necessarily easily translate into a 30-minute TV episode. I believe it'd make an absolutely killer 10-minute mm, short. Yes, it would make a killer 10-minute short. But I tell you what, for this 22-minute television episode, they cram in so much stuff that could last an entire movie. And really, the only thing that's similar about this is that there's a game in it. And the, some of the character names. And some of the character names. The rest, the TV show takes wild liberties, and it doesn't really have much or anything to do with the short story at all. Nope. I was Googling, and um, uh, the Goosebumps wiki page sort of ins insinuated that the reasoning for expanding on this idea and the board game aspect was the popularity of Jumanji. Because Jumanji had come out, what, 1995 or something? I don't know. And that that is where they, the inspiration they were pulling from. Who knows if that's oh, true. you mean they weren't pulling the inspiration from the short story, The Haunted House Game? Mm, it doesn't really seem like it, does it? No, I guess it doesn't. Well, let's talk about the TV episode. So it starts off with, do you know this? Well, let me give some facts. Oh. And then we'll get into then I'll, it. Then I'll get to speak. Then you'll finally get to speak. Yeah. Um, this is season three, episode 10. It aired November 8th, 1997. We have a return actor in this episode. Yes. The guy, the actor that plays jo Jonathan uh, is a guy named Benjamin Pleaner. He was also, he also played Roger in Welcome to Camp Nightmare. <laughs> 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 he was also in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark that like Leprechaun won. Yes, that's right. So let's talk about this TV episode. <laughs> so he's Jonathan and, and he does have a best friend, Nadine, and he has like a camera for some reason because he's a camera person and he and Nadine are walking down the street when they see this little bitch girl who's crying and she's like <laughs> can you help me I lost my cat she says I lost my kitty cat and she points into this like cartoonishly haunted house with like moss and evergreen with, with way too much set dressing on it and then she like points into the house and she's like the door was open and my kitty ran in there can you please get my kitty and nadine's like yes of course we'll get you kitty you dumb little bitch and then jonathan's like no i don't think we have time we have to get to the pep rally he's like no 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 so then they go into the house what's wrong what happened did you hurt yourself Can people just, like, get cats? 
Like, you know, I'll get your cat for you. Uh, I, I, is, I don't is think it, so. Don't they have to call the fucking fire department to get one down from a tree? Like, you can't get a cat. No. Like, if a cat runs inside a house or under a, under a bed or something. You'll or, never see it again. You'll Cats, never get that cat. Yeah, they do whatever they want to do. Well, so they walk into the house and, you know, I th- I think this there's a lot of really fun stuff for me in this episode because they walk into the house and it looks like there's green slime on the doors and it, it plays this really dead piano music, which I think is pretty fun. hilarious piano. And very quickly, once they get, you guys, follow us for what we're about to tell you. Everything we tell you happens in 22 minutes, okay? So Jonathan and Nadine go upstairs and they see this board game just laying out. Well, <laughs> it starts off with, uh, Nadine sort of like pushes in there and John Jonathan is like kind of behind a little bit and calls for Nadine maybe 85 times. Oh yeah, that's like, right. Like looking for her and he hears somebody say, "Here kitty kitty" in Nadine's voice and he goes, "Nadine, is that you?" And then he keeps looking cl- screaming for Nadine and then all of a sudden she pops out from behind him and she's like, "Here I am," which I don't know why she couldn't just respond when he was screaming her name in a house. There's also the house is like Lit by cartoonishly neon green lights. Yes. It's a lot of neon happening. So they find this board game called Mansion of Terror. And basically, before you can even blink, they open the game and get sucked into the game. Nadine says, wow, this board game looks like this house. It's the most clear house I've heard. Wait a sec. The Mansion of Terror game? Hey, it looks like this house. And then they get sucked into just the game itself is just like a square and it is like a square trail that is separated by like game spaces and each space like says different stuff. Yeah, they're in like a life size board game. Yes, like it's a life size board game and there's like a little a house kind of in the distance, but it all looks like it's shot in a very small room with like a glowing board game. And then but and every time we cut back to the board game this whole episode, there's bumping, bumping dance music. Nineties house, it's like high 90s house music, haunted house music, like high energy bumping dance music. And as they're standing there, like, oh no, we're in the game. And then tons of dice fall from the air and like c- cover the kids. And there's like just dice, dice, dice everywhere. And they they see that there are rules to the game. Yes, there are five rules. Rules of play. Would you like to hear them? Yes. No- Jonathan, look! Rule number one, don't open the box. Too late for that. Play as a team. Roll the dice, move a square, take an action card. The object of round one is to collect keys for round two. The only way out is in... What's that supposed to mean? The only way out is in. I think it means if we want to get out of here, we have to get back to the house. The only way to do that is play the game. That's stupid. I'm not playing any game. Wait! There's one more. Roll a seven. Go to heaven. So they're like, okay, I guess we're stuck in this board game now. I guess we're playing. So, so they find there's one pair of, pair of dice that are that are more normal size as opposed to like huge dice. Yes. And they're like, I guess these are them. And they roll and the the space that they roll a five, they walk five spaces and they land on a space that says pay your last respect. And then poof, they disappear in a puff of smoke. And they disappear and all of a sudden they're like in a really dark, like kind of vague 
everything is like cartoony looking, but like it's like a funeral home. It kind of feels like they had really low budget on this. So they use one room for all the rooms they go into and just reset. Yes, they just redress. And each room in this episode is choking with set dressing. Yeah. It's like overwhelming amounts of like. Hoity, uh, like hoodly toodly cobwebs and, and like green moss and like just like buckets of black paint poured over everything. Everything's very, very dark. But they do see the first thing they see is a terrifying painting of like this old grizzled man, uh, he, like he an old like captain. Old, he looks like old man Marley. Yeah, he's like old man Marley if he were like a. I, I, he's wearing like a hat that looks like a captain of a fucking boat. For I don't know. It's like a painting of him on an easel. Like it's like a like it's his funeral, funeral or whatever. Or and they they're like, oh oh, we have to find. Um, There's a big fat action card there though, and a giant action card that says, "Find the finder, and take it if you dare. But watch out, you might be in for a scare." And I Nadine's love that like, nod it, to the goosebumps. Cute. Nadine's like, you think this is the action card? And I'm like, what do you think, girl? So they're like, okay, great. We have to look around this funeral home room to find a finder. And so then Nadine's like, let's open this coffin. This rusty green old coffin. And Jonathan's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Nadine's like, where the hell else are we supposed to find a finder? Choke on it. So she opens up the coffin and laying in the coffin is, is old man captain terrifying to me his skin is like dark blue and purple and he looks super dead and he's just and he's laying there in the coffin very scarifying sure with his beard and then they see that he has a compass around his neck and it's kind of like a cartoon compass kind of it um, it's kind of like brightly colored and Nadine's like the finder it's a finder look this a compass is a finder and she picks it up and one of the one of the old captain's dead Dirty old fingers Cigar falls fingers off. falls off. I know. And they're like, uh, no. But then Dead like, old billy fingers. And then they're like, okay, good. We have the finder. Everything's great. Then all of a sudden, the dead captain pops up from behind them with this terrifying fruit punch blood mouth and screeches at them like a zombo. And it's terrifying. And, they ch- and he chases them. And they're like, what do we do? And Nadine's like, oh, roll the dice. Roll the dice. So John- Jonathan just throws the dice into the air. And zero, they're back on the board. Game. So they're back on the board game the the intense dancing music is back and Jonathan's like fuck this shit I'm getting the hell out of here and so he tries to like lead the board game whatsoever but then he bangs into a kind of humming electronic sounding um, glass wall that that literally the actor just does mime work to show us that they can't go leave the game because there's glass around it and he does he does serious mime work and they're kind of like oh well I guess we can't leave let's keep playing because that's rule number two play as a team yep that's right so they roll again and this time they roll a three and they walk three spaces and the spaces that they land on says real scary the real is spelled R-E-E-L and and now they're taken to another dark room the same room from before but now it's dressed as like a taxidermy room yeah, there's like a bunch of taxidermy. There's like an old sort of like ship kind of like, what do you call that thing? The wheel of a ship or whatever? Yeah, that, the ship wheel or whatever. And there's like old skulls, like old cow skulls that are just laying around. And like bugs and glass and like a bunch of fishing poles. And then there's an action card that sort of twirls around on the the the, the ship 
thing, wheel thing. And it says, grab some R&R. And they're like, what? And they're looking around, and one of, like, the cow skull or, like, the boar. I think it's a boar oh, skull. Oh, pro- a boar skull. Because it has, like, tusks coming out of it. Sort of, like, opens its mouth and closes its mouth and scares them so badly. It scares them so badly that they, they bump backwards and knock into a fishing rod. And that's when Jonathan has an idea. And he's like, oh, I grabbed some R&R. This is a fishing rod. No, he says it's a rod and reel. I get it. R&R, rod and reel. Just then when they say that, though, a boat comes across the floor. Yes, you heard that correctly. Across the wooden floor that they're on, a boat comes across the floor. It's kind of hard to tell because it's like just a lot of big, bright blue smoke and like it's backlit and it just pushes its way into the room. I actually think it's kind of terrifying and amazing because... Because who is driving the boat is the fisherman from I Know What You Did Last Summer, except a really dead version with a tiny, skinny, spindly skeleton hand. Yeah, a floppy, soft skeleton hand. And then he comes in. I think he's very scary looking. He's like, (laughs) and he throws a net over Jonathan and captures Jonathan. And starts to reel him in with a crank. He reels him in with a crank over the wooden floor. Until Nadine rolls the dice and then poof, they gone again. Wow, that was too uh, too scary. So time to roll the dice again. So they roll the dice again, they roll a four. And this time they land on a space that says rest in peace. Okay, so now we're going to another the same room. And this room is like just sort of an old kind of like... I don't know, living room. Like an old game parlor, parlor room. living room. And there's there are two um, la- uh, baby Janes playing at a card table, and there's like the sound of, of cat screeches in the background. So if you don't know what that means, it's basically like two old ladies dressed like whatever happened to baby Jane, which is just two old ladies with way too much makeup on, dolled up like old baby dolls. Yeah, with old curls and d- dark yellow teeth and too much makeup. And yeah, and they're sitting there. i a letter to they're, daddy. Yeah, they're, they're playing like little old lady games and like cackling as they play. And then they find an action card that says, ask and you shall receive. And they're like, oh, tits. We have to go up to one of the old baby ladies and ask them like... Is there something they have for us? Yes, and Nadie's like, you have something for me, and she's like, <laughs> so the old baby, la- the old baby doll lady with her ring, with her blonde ringlets, is like, I got something for me, and gives her like an old medallion locket thing, and, and, and hands then they laugh. The old ladies cackle and laugh and clutch each other. Nadine and the Nadine looks down and it's not her arm anymore. It is a yellowed prop old person arm. But what it's supposed to be is it's supposed to be Nadine like when she picked up the locket now she's turning into an old lady an old story. And so she's like screaming and she's like oh no now I have a giant giant styrofoam old lady hand what am I going to do? And Jonathan's like I know what I'll do. I'll roll the dice and that way we can get the hell out of here. So Jonathan rolls the dice but the dice fall directly into a hole in the floor that's like literally like a crack in the floor he's like oh no the dice are gone forever but then they realize they're in an old baby lady game playing room so they grab 
grab some dice from the old baby lady game and then roll their table. fuzzy old dice and they roll the fuzzy fuzzy old dice and then they zzzz, now they're back in the game all right we're five minutes into the episode yeah there's only 15 to 17 more minutes so again they roll um and they land on a space that says advance to go back uh-huh and this sort of like neon red drawn pathway leads from their space on the board directly to the front door of the fake haunted house on the game board so they walk up to the fake haunted house on the game board it's like door a cartoony looking and they're like oh great we thing. finished the game and they walk across they walk to the door and there's a doormat that says enter to exit and they're like oh my gosh we did it we did it the only way out is in so now they can have to go in the house to get out of the game we did it we did it we did it the episode's over and so they they go through the door and then they're in the dark they're in like sort of a dark room, but we can still very clearly see them. And so they're like, where are we? And so Jonathan's, Jonathan's like, like I, I have an idea. I'll use my camera and I'll take flash flash pictures so we can look around. So he like kind of half-ass takes flash pictures. And in what could have been a very terrifying moment, and is a little bit scary, but it could have been horrifying these two dead hobos come out through the walls basically and as he's flashing the camera you see the dead hobos getting closer and closer and they're like no no dead hobos but then all of a sudden the dead hobos become two kids it's like i kind of classified them as like haunted mansion looking men i don't know but they're dirtier and Yes, they flash, flash, flash. There's faster flashes, brighter flashes. And then as the guys get closer and closer and closer, it's like the flashes stop. And then a light turns on somewhere. And it's just two normal-looking kids their age who are so glad to see them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that you found us. We, we've been stuck in this game for years, and we've been trying to get out. And we never get the girl's name. No. But the guy's name is Noah. So presumably, the girl's name would be Annie. Annie, but... Who knows? So they're like, we've been trying to get out of here for years and years and years. And Noah's like, I know. Let's cheat so we can get out of here. I know it's said to play by the rules and work as a team, but let's cheat, cheat, cheat to get out of here. So they go up to windows. Yes. Well, yeah. He explains that that was round. They just did round one. And round two is to, like, get out. Right? And so time to cheat through the windows. And they, like, are trying to, like, break through the windows, but they can't. And there then, are bars on the windows. And then a pile of clothes um, from the floor grabs... In a wicker basket. In a wicker basket, swallows Noah, and Noah disappears forever because he was dragged down by a pile of clothes. So they, like, search through the pile of clothes, but there's nothing there, and Noah's gone forever. It's just clothes. So they try to get... Um, out of... There's a door. They um, The girl tells them they're in the basement. They try, where all their bunch of windows, and they try to get out the door, but the door has a sort of generic lock kind of thing on it. And they're like, oh, try the keys. As we said, you gathered keys from the first round, and Nadine's like, what? They're so like, the reel and rod is a key, the locket is a key, and then the compass is a key. So they're like, well, how do we use these to unlock this door? And they see on the back of the locket it says, to reverse the effect, use the un- and so they're like, oh, I get it. This was a locket, and now it's an unlock it. And so this will Nadine, unlock the door. Nadine just holds the locket, like dangles it in front of the, the slimy lock, green door. The lock, and then the door just opens. And then after that door opens, they walk through a fun house of neon door frames and gates, and they walk around for a while. 
Yeah, for quite a while. And they're like, oh no, we're lost amongst these neon door frames, and where are we? Oh wait, we have a compass. Let me look at the compass. The compass will tell us where to go. And the compass says, like, hot or cold. And so they walk around until it's, like, getting hotter, and they're like, oh, once it gets really hot, then we'll, like, find out where we're supposed to go. And as they're going down one of the hallways, all of a sudden, Noah the laundry kid pops up, smiling. He's like, hey guys, well, it's what's so, cool? It's sort of a... D- a dud of a reveal they're like walking and they sort of look over and then there is just like a doorway like the light of a a doorway against the wall next to them and they see noah's silhouette step into this doorway and they see his shadow and then noah just steps in from off camera looking confused is like oh hey how did i get here guys oh i don't remember a thing but then they look over and see this long hallway. And then, like, this trick of the camera or something, the hallway, like, as they try to go down the hallway, it just extends and extends forever and ever and ever and ever and, and ever. stretches and stretches and stretches. And so they're like, I know a way to get the door at the end of the hallway open. I'll use my rod and reel, and I will, like, you know... Cast a line Cast or Cast a line to grab the doorknob all the way at the end of the hall, and then we'll yank it close to us or something. So, like, Jonathan does that. And he grabs a hold of the door with his fishing line, and as he tries to reel it in, the wa- the walls and the entire house shakes back and forth like an earthquake and tilts from side to side like a like a like a bounce house. And they just achieve that by having the camera shake back and forth, like and the actors react to the camera. Isn't this moving. so much happening, you guys? Like, doesn't this? Can you believe this is a television episode? If you don't believe what we're saying, like, go and watch it because it is batshit. There's more. There's a lot more. Yes. So they end, he ends up to like manages to sort of like wrangle the hallway and pulls the door at the end towards them. And that door at the end is like a big blue window door. Mm. And it opens, they go through it and opens into it, it basically comes out at the top of the main stairs. Yeah. So they're at the top of the main stairs and they can see the front door. And they're like, oh my gosh, we just need to go down these stairs and out the front door and we've made it. We've made it. So they start to go down the stairs, but as they do, appearing at the bottom of the stairs coming out are, are all of our old favorites. The captain comes out, the fisherman comes out, the old baby ladies come out, and they're like blocking the the exit slash entrance. So Jonathan's and they're like, all giggling, going, and Jonathan's like, I know it'll stop them. The flash of my camera so he for some for no reason he kind of just starts taking pictures for no reason and then the flash scares them and they kind of like disintegrate and noah says hey that's cheating and noah and the girl like stand at the top of the stairs and they um turn into those dead hobos hobos. from before so all this so the whole time those bonus kids that had joined us weren't real kids they were a trick of the game a trick of the house and now they're the dead hobos and the dead hobos are like now you're part of the game see everyone who comes into this house becomes a part of the game and they open up the box of mansion of terror and they show them like the little figurines of all the kids that they've trapped in the past from like the dumb bitch outside and they sort of, they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And they start arguing. They just sort of start arguing. Yeah, one of them's they're, like. They're like, hey, Noah, you cheated. And they're like, I didn't cheat. He, I did whatever I could to get these kids to live in the house forever. And they're like, he no, says, no, Noah, no. You che- he said, you cheated by disappearing into the laundry in the basement to go grab the other ghosts to trap the kids here. 
He's like, no, that was fair. No, it's not fair. And he said, well, what if they rolled a seven? That would have been fair. He said, but they didn't. They didn't roll a seven. And fair so is fair. Nadine and Jonathan hear this and they have dice all of a sudden. And they're like, oh, w- what if we try to roll a seven? Then they asses are going to go to heaven. And so they literally roll the dice and they get a seven. And the hobos die and float up into heaven and disappear forever. And Nadine and Jonathan are free to go to the pep rally and run out into the street. They did it. They beat the game. And then we just kind of see the board game glowing by itself inside. And we cut back to that little girl crying from the beginning. She has glycerin tears. She has a glycerin tear. What is the word I'm looking for? A static tear just resting on her cheek. Yes. And two more kids are like, Hey, yeah, we'll get your kitty for you. Yeah, we'll be right back. You and wait she's right like, here. Uh-huh, I need my, my kitty. kitty. And so these two poor kids go into the house, shut the door, and then the little dead girl turns and looks at the camera and smiles with her static glycerin she, tears. She like barely smiles, and then that's the end of the episode. <sighs> I'm ex- I'm exhausted listening to all of that. So much happens in it. I did not remember it. I love the imagery of the old fishermen. I love the imagery of the baby ladies. I love the imagery of the um, captain because I think they're very scary looking and, and frankly a lot scarier than stuff that we normally see in Goosebumps, I think. But I do think the episode's a little bit of a mess and really overwhelming. If you're not paying attention to every second, you might be like, wait, what? what's happening? Because they really cram it into 22 minutes. Did you enjoy it? I think I did. Yes, ultimately I think I did. That's good. Yeah. Well, you guys, if you enjoyed it, why don't you, or you enjoyed this episode, why don't you say hi? Yeah, why don't you tell us? You can email us at welcometodeadcast at gmail.com, or you can stalk us online. My Instagram is Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. My Twitter is iRobotUJane, and I always want to talk about goosebumps. My Instagram is Daniel X Montgomery, and my Twitter is Daniel Montgomery. Say hi. Reach out. Yes, please. We are now halfway through even more tales to give you goosebumps. And next episodes, we're going to going to change things up a little bit yes we are going back to just a short story no tv episode for the next one it is change for the strange and i did not remember this one did you change for the strange it's super weird and super short did you remember it next time you're gonna have to see if you remember it but thank you so much for playing this game with us you guys don't roll a seven you'll go to heaven (laughs) if you dare Wait here, we'll be right back.